0: Just like the Great Salt Lake, I'm Salty AF, baby. If life is a circus, then this dancing bear is in the center ring. Hello! I'm Hunter Harden. And I'm Papa the Bear. And, and welcome, welcome to the, the Real House Bears. Um, so you know yesterday when I said that really incredibly hurtful thing to you and you walked away from me? That really hurt my feelings. But I've thought about it and I want more podcasts. <laughs> Bless your heart. You don't have enough podcasts in your life. No, I want more podcasts. You have such an amazing podcast. But that you, you have need. to edit it all. Oh, God. You stay home and edit all the new podcasts that I'm going to create. Uh, the world needs more podcasts like the podcasts we have now. I'm pissed. I'm I'm pissed. I don't understand why. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. <laughs> you know what I'm not pissed about? What is that? We got a new Housewives City this week. Oh, we sure did that. Looks crazy to hear Dubai. Well, I'm not. I mean, to be honest, I'm a little bit pissed. Pissed. Well, I am too. Uh, You know, Tamara Barney and uh, Jenny from Selig City, they both say pests. Pests. I'm so pest right now. Both of them. But you know, people have been a little bit in an uproar. Because of the laws against women in Dubai, the laws against LGBTQ in Ju- in July, in Dubai, in, Dubai. in July, in, also, especially all, in July. It's year-round, but July in Dubai. They really it's hate really the gays intense. and the girls in July. <laughs> Don't in go Dubai. in July. I bet it's so hot there, too, in July. Oh, that's why they're so mad at the gays and <laughs> women. But I'm, however, excited about the prospect of, like... Lindsay Lohan lives in Dubai. She's a mess. And I did read a headline, so that must be the fact. Well of course. I read a headline that Andy Cohen was like into Lindsay Lohan being a housewife of Dubai. The only reason why I'd be excited about Dubai is because there's so much like luxury there. Yeah, I mean it really would make Beverly Hills look like the poor people. Oh God! Imagine how it'd Kathy make Hilton. Come. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, no, she can hold her own. Okay, she can hold her own. <laughs> I think there's I, a ton of Hiltons in Dubai. <laughs> she, there's probably a Hilton, head. Uh, you know, like never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read your mind if you haven't noticed. But <laughs> well, poor Bear, he's still sick. What I'm also excited about, like you didn't watch Ladies of London back in the day, which wasn't all that long ago, but Ladies of London was like the London housewives. It was fantastic, but there were London women and women who were from America that lived in London. Yes. Um, and Caroline Stansbury was a standout, and she lives in Dubai. And chances are, she'll be on the show. Hmm. I stick around. You'll find out. We, I, I did watch the the Real Housewives of what was it, Australia Melbourne Melbourne Melbourne. Oh yes. my gosh, that show! Fil- yeah. They have another season out. It's either filming now or it's already come out. Oh my gosh! But yeah, it's hard to find unless you have the some sort of it. weird cable or something oh, like okay. that. Okay. Yeah. So um, exciting! Also exciting that the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is casting for season three. I think we should like apply. I think we should totally at least friend of. I mean, we don't have lavish riches, but I'll go into debt. I mean, Salt Lake City is the you know is the most culturally diverse cast. Yeah, it's a very original cast. You know, there's a lot of talk about religion and stuff like that that doesn't happen in the other cities. Mm -hmm. Why can't it be the out of all of the cities in the world? Why couldn't Salt Lake City be the first city to have house husbands? What is the percentage of that happening? (laughs) I mean, we're not fantabulously fabulous, but we're hilarious. Oh, no, I, I disagree. I think we're fabulous. Oh, well, we fabulous, just don't but ha- like, we, we don't have the luxury. The money. We don't yeah. have the money to back They're it. Like, no one wants to see these two poor guys in their hot closet. <laughs> <laughs> but come on, Bravo. Let's but you know, gays Real are really good at going into debt to save face. So. Oh, seriously. <laughs> I, and I mean, I will put out for jewelry. Oh, that's tight. Yeah, that's tight, honey. Right? <laughs> Or an outfit. There you go. I mean, so, even for shoes. I mean, <laughs> here, here, here's to us on season three. <laughs> yes. Cheers. Love you. Love you. I think everybody, the millions of listeners that we're li- that are listening to us right now, right. need to write Bravo and be like, we need the Real House Bears on the Real Housewives of SLC. Right. At least yes. friend of. Uh, we need to come up with a good hashtag. Y'all help us come up with a good hashtag. Oh, I got great hashtags. We'll have a social media storm. Bad weather! <laughs> getting us on to season three of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh I my think gosh. it's time. I think it is I time. I think it's time. Listen, if we can have an international housewives, we can have some gay house bears. Come on, Andy. I know you listen. Come on, Andy. 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 Andy, come on. It's almost Christmas. Hey, I'm. Dating Santa Claus, pretty much. Yes. And he will give you so many cool presents when December comes. Yes. Uh, even if you're Jewish. Even, <laughs> I mean, anything. I don't care what you're celebrating. I will give <laughs> I, you, the, you and Ben the best Christmases you've ever had. Ooh, you could even be Krampus, too. I, can I mean, be. you could be anything you want. Listen, to have a role on Bravo, I'll be whatever you want me to be. <laughs> I'll do anything to be a star. <laughs> I'm ready for my close-up. <laughs> well, I'm ready to get into this wolf pack of secrets. Ooh. You know, I'm starting to think that maybe Lisa's boys, which one's the older one again? And Jack. I'm starting to think that Jack really does know some stuff of what he's doing. Jack has been making business plans since he was, like, three years old. He's been coached very well and given the the homework projects, and he's doing the, the homework. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, clearly. I mean, because I, is... I don't even know what to do in those scenarios of, like, creating your own brand and, like, where do you go to get turmeric and, like put it in, like, gel or something, like, well, I don't even know how yeah. to start. I mean, so even though Lisa awesome. is, like, feeding this and probably writes out all of his notes for him, he's learning it, he's Maybe being... Maybe, I don't think she's writing his notes for him. I think that she's giving him homework. I hope so. Well, and he's standing <laughs> in front of groups of adults and speaking. And holding his own. Yeah. yeah, so, impressive. We'll get to that. Okay. Starting off, though, Jen and Stuart are working. Stewart. Stuart! Stuart! <laughs> I love. I just want to watch Jen feeding Stuart a banana. On Didn't a she note. do that in the first season too? Didn't she like feed him grapes, or was she being fed grapes? I think he fed her grapes. I love this relationship. Yeah, I'm, I I I miss it, even though it's not ended yet. I I, know. I I miss it. I know, and it's very close. I know. Meredith and Brooks. Brooks is making smoothies, and Meredith is not interested in drinking her food. I mean, that seems to be his mo. Remember, he was like getting milk from almonds, in the first season yes but remember shakes. meredith made him a smoothie in season one remember she forgot to put the lid on it yes <laughs> but i think that was more cocktails oh <laughs> yeah or maybe like that a, a cocktail margarita of some yeah sort. i don't yeah. think she like drinks her food literally no no but, no yeah it's science saturday at jenny's house oh my gosh science saturday give her a youtube channel oh yes she should start one i'm, I'm It has to be in the works. Yeah, it's got to be. It's probably already out. I've never seen this bubble situation though. Have you seen that one before? (laughs) I've seen that like fifth grade. Thank you. (laughs) I forgot you're such a scientist. (laughs) I don't enjoy all the gas passing on this season. I loved it. It was awesome. It's um, upsetting. Yes, it is. <laughs> we've got Mary passing gas. Now we've got Carlin passing gas. I'm an into it. I, I'm terrified of who's next. Oh, God. Rocky! Uh, I, I I can't imagine there'll be any of the other women on the cast. No, I hope not. no, no. no. <laughs> Lisa is now showing up at Blue Skies And she keeps, like, multiple times in this episode, she shows up with her crew of boys. Yeah, yeah. Her sons and her husband. Yeah. It's cool. And uh, Uh, Jack, like, looks like an adult. He's dressed like an adult. He's trying really hard. Those sunglasses are ten times bigger than his face. (laughs) But he's trying. But those Viper sunglasses are so, like, the rage on Instagram. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. The the Insta kids are into it. Are they? What about the TikTok? I don't know. Are the TikToking kids are they wearing them? I don't know about TikTok, <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we did know that Fresh Wolf was into charity and then and donated a lot of their proceeds to charity, but we didn't know, I don't think that You know, Lisa's husband, John, was adopted and was a foster child. I don't think any, yeah, we didn't know that. And uh, Fresh Wolf, for this charity event, is working with Utah Foster Care. Oh my gosh, I love it. Mm -hmm. But again, whether Jack wrote these words or not, or learned these facts or fed these facts, he's speaking clearly, he's being impressive. Yeah, he's not looking at his phone. He's looking, glancing at it, and then talking. Yeah, I'm really smart impressed by him he's just a kid he's just he is. He's, he's just, just, just learned kid. to drive in season one i know? wish my mom was more hands-on with me like that as a child <sighs> i would have become so much more maybe you guys should have just given her more tequila so she could be more productive have more tequila she had enough wine <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of small scenes and now we have mary at la trattoria Trattoria. They're treating this like they're straight up in Italy, literally. Like yeah. she's trying to speak the language, Mary's right. butchering it. But well, she trying. can't talk with all those accessories she's wearing. <laughs> she's weighed down. <laughs> she's got those gloves on, though. Uh, she looks like a hobo. She really. I said that in an early episode. I said this is what like a super rich person. Loses all their money, and all they have is all their yes. wardrobe, so they just keep on mixing the wardrobe Yeah, out. I'm sure it was expensive, but she totally looks like a hobo. <laughs> um, Heather joins her. Whitney is next, so it's just the three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the chef is preparing a ceviche salmon. No thanks. Even I'm not I'm down with that. I hear ceviche. I'm like, nope, tried it before, threw up, and not going to do it again. I was blindsided. Yeah, I've never tried it, but I, uh, you know, I'm very particular about seafood already. I gave it a good old try, and I threw it right up as soon as I've been into it, because it just, it's not cooked enough for me. Well, and plus, you know I have an issue with a slimy texture yes, of Yes, and that would be very slimy. But you know what I don't have an issue of is thinking that my food is going to come back to life in my stomach. After it's cut up and been dead for a while now, it's going to reactivate life in the acid in her stomach. I think she was probably thinking more of, like, parasites. No, she's flat out she said like... it's going to come back alive. <laughs> These aren't watermelon seeds, Mary. <laughs> like, you know, when you're a kid, they're like, don't oh, eat my... the watermelon seeds. They're going to grow in your belly. Oh, my sister would show me the veins behind her ear and she's like, I had one five years ago and it's already growing. I only have a few times to live. It horrified yeah, me. Yeah, I spent a lot of my childhood terrified that I was going to have watermelons or other fruit growing inside my <laughs> belly. <laughs> but Mary, you are like a grown woman. Yeah. Like, I don't even know what I was thinking. Oh, But, uh, but hey, she knows that seltzer water... Hardens your ovaries or freezes. We don't freezes. know which. Which I one is it? I don't remember. It does but Don't use the a... wrong one. Good God, don't. <laughs> so, they start to eat. And Mary's like, but wait, do we need to bless the food. And like, oh, Mary, do you want to bless it? And she goes, oh, it's oh, blessed. I already blessed it. I'm like, don't. Uh-huh. No, wait. I blessed it right now. I blinked at it. Blink, blink. <laughs> like, I blessed. dream a genie, or yeah. crinkle your nose, or I, something like so, that? Yeah, anything you want. It's Mary. Mary is, she thinks she is, you, you know God, what I'm I'm not going to say it out loud, because I'm not going to be smited. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's about to be smited by the courts. Oh my gosh. So like, I guess a bl- food blessing doesn't require a real prayer. But this really surprises me. When Whitney starts going into the whole Lisa and Mary thing, and it sounds like... She's like, well, Mary, sound like Lisa snapped at you first, blah, blah, blah. And Mary's like, no, 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 no. I snapped back first. I was like, what? She, like, acknowledged it. Yeah. And she did. She was the first one to snap back. But apparently she just has deeper feelings and deeper issues about having to Google something (sighs) or not believing you and needing to Google something. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny because Whitney has clearly not dived into her new friendship with Lisa because she's asking some questions, she's prodding. In this episode, both of them, you could tell, oh, yeah, they weren't even up close to end of that relationship. But Whitney ultimately is like, so Mary, why are you so triggered by Lisa or what Lisa said? And then Mary has a breakdown. Lisa, when you question me, it just triggers yeah. I was like, well, well are we going to hear some crazy real stuff? Well, we heard crazy stuff. I just don't know how one relates to the other. So Mary gets upset saying, well, my, I don't like it when people question me because what, was- my mom was questioning me for marrying Robert Sr. Yeah. But no. It wasn't about Mary being questioned about that. It was, I mean... I just didn't buy any of it. We all pretty much know why Mary and her mom are not talking anymore. It all comes down to money. Absolutely. All about that inheritance. Yeah. So it really is not about, oh, my mom didn't think I know how to make right decisions. It was, That's not it was what it because was she wasn't going to give her mom anything. She was like, no, grandma gave it to me. And so that's why they disagree. (laughs) But she probably goes by, you know, I talked to Jesus and Jesus said this was right for me. Yeah, I think that's kind of what she was insinuating. Yeah, and that's, she's just... (sighs) But I don't think that is at all related to Lisa Barlow saying, oh Mary, is that true? I need to Google that. It's just... <laughs> I think it was kind of a cop-out. Total cop-out. Something to give her, like, more, like, sympathy. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't I wasn't into it. I wasn't into it at all. Yeah. The thing that I've noticed about Mary in this episode, in the last episode, she's got a serious god complex. Like, megalomaniac complex. Just figuring that out? No, no. And it's mostly, she wants... Since she hasn't been getting that from her congregation because of COVID, she needs that from everybody else in her life. Robert, Ooh. Robert Sr., her friends. Because everything she says is fact. She That's needs one to be way. Validated. Yeah, she needs to be validated. She needs to be worshipped. Honestly. Wow. And she hasn't been getting that from covid she had to do her podcast but that's not the same you're not getting getting it from people and like there's more and more stuff coming out how she thinks that she is like god in one aspect like there's more and more stuff coming out from family and this cameron guy later like it's all super messy stuff but mary has a serious god complex and it's disgusting (laughs) oh did i just say that (laughs) You know, I was surprised to find out that out of Mary's sister and three brothers, that only one brother sided with her mom. I don't know if I actually believe that. I don't believe that either. I feel like that was a straight up lie. I don't know why. Well, well, everything she says is so... Because what what siblings would go, yeah, Mary... Hey, I need you to marry Grandpa Robert. Yeah, you need to take all this inheritance that yeah, mom Mary, is up I, hurt because yeah, her oh, mom didn't give side. it to her. That's, I, that's, I find that impossible like, to I don't believe. get it at all. And I, uh, I guess one brother is probably the brother that's come out and said things about her after the first season. Yeah. So. Probably. Ooh. Now, you know, Heather, she is actually the one who initiated with Mary, is everything okay with Lisa? Yeah and Heather really uh, you know Heather is really has a bad taste in her mouth about Lisa she firmly believes like since day 1 every move that Lisa makes is calculated and and when this you, episode, I mean, these few episodes, yeah, are really starting to make it look like there's a lot of validity to what she's saying. <laughs> well, of I course, mean, other well, than other just than, trusting what Heather says because we um, know she's an honest person. Yeah, but I mean, like the evidence just through the television is, is it, making it very evident, obvious. Yeah, you know, so that's wild. It's quite on brand, really. Heather says that Lisa really only cares if you're on her team. She's like you're either my friend or you're not my friend. It's and I'm like that's wait, what? <laughs> like, I mean this whole entire meal between Heather and Whitney and Mary was about Lisa. Yeah. I mean oh 100%. I mean who knows how long they were there actually filming. <laughs> but I mean but it was this that whole was scene, the their whole meal was about Lisa. I love this. So back to Lisa, Jack is running the show. Again, whether Lisa has fed him all this or not, he's being really responsible. Uh, but I think it's kind of funny. Like, they're doing some promo shoots, and they have little Henry promoting hair products, and he doesn't have he any doesn't hair. doesn't have any hair. <laughs> but, you know, you got to make him a part of it. If he wasn't a part of it, you know, he would feel really left out. Yeah. But um, it's a family business, I yeah. guess. But yeah. I, it's not going to sell me a hair product no maybe... two children aren't going to sell me facial products or anything for my skin because they're children right i don't right. i I would much rather go to Iris and Bo, where um Whitney has oh, been researching this since she was 18 i'm so glad so you just things. said that this week was also the official launch of wild rose beauty it is congratulations whitney rose yes congratulations and yes. Yes, it's a very sad day too because we just Ran out of all of our cleansers. Of I know. Hey, so, girl, hook us up. Well, I was really hopeful it wasn't going to come to this. We heard you hooked up that one guy, Bleep, that Jenshaw. <laughs> <I hooked> <laughs> <off. laughs> <laughs> and we, we won't screw anybody over, I promise. I swear. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that. Uh-huh. So Jinshaw shows up as the fresh wolf. Yes, of course. Well, of course she does. Auntie Jen is the one that like brings the fun. Okay. She's- I love her. She is always there to entertain and have fun. Yeah, she's a blast. She's a, a blast. She's I love an absolute her. blast. So they saw these wolf heads at a, a furrier earlier. <laughs> Isn't that where they have the furry jock? Straps? Yeah, I believe so. I think that's it. So, yeah, um, on in Park City, on like the main strip where all these, where Meredith Mark's shop is and all yeah. these other cute specialty shops, there are, there's at least two fur shops actually that have fur jock straps. I think only one of them, there's two fur, but only one has a fur jock strap because um it's the only one that's in the window. Yes, yes. So they have it in the window they even call it something, but it's a furry jock strap and I don't know why we haven't bought it. Oh, it's probably cuz it's like $200. No, something. I don't I think I remember it being somewhat affordable considering it's real fur, but I think we just uh, What if somebody throws red paint on me? Yeah. I know. <laughs> or, you know, I, I think it was just a little bit more expensive than we would normally spend on something. Like, we yeah. just can't really... Well, now we have a podcast, and I'm going to have to get it so I could show everybody. <laughs> 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 then mow us some money so we can go buy them for a Auntie Jen or Mama Bear Jen. <laughs> I love it that she calls herself Auntie Jen to the kids. Yeah. She's, she's a- got little nicknames for herself and everyone else, and I love it. Auntie Jen has a little bit more spice. So Lisa almost immediately asked Jen if she's okay because she's concerned that her and Heather are friends. Are you okay, Jen? I- you and Heather are friends. Are you sure you're Okay. Yeah because apparently Heather is a horrible friend and toxic and just you well, know you've had dysfunctional. Such a dysfunctional relationship in the past so I just want to make sure you know I think you should have better friends and I, I, this whole scene I'm like wait Jen I mean Lisa <laughs> isn't this what you're afraid Whitney's doing to all of your friends and you're doing this to Heather now girl you are meddling too much and now it's it's like you're having a hard time, like, not hiding it. <laughs> yeah. And, but, you know, and then to be fair, and the scene, part of that, Heather is saying all these things about Lisa to Mary. So, oh, yeah. You know, and Heather they, and Lisa just really and all yeah butt heads. They really They're don't like each other. They're just not into each other. They really not don't at all. like each other. And then we hear, a then Lisa brings up this bleep person, another bleep. Another bleep. I wonder if this bleep is bleep's dad. Probably, It has to be. I mean, I don't know any other bleep family members that are, like, the, separate. The, the bleeps of Utah. The bleeps of Utah. The bleeps of Utah, yeah. So, <laughs> the dad bleep was Jen's former employee, and he was supposed to make a dress for her, and he didn't make the dress on time, and he got the... Hell fire, verbally abused, Shaw. like I don't know, voicemail or whatever it was, and we all heard it. We all heard it. It was all over the social. It was messy. Everyone in Utah heard the leaked audio. What would I think about it? Um, Jin just got busted. I don't really remember a lot of lines, but a few did stick out to me. Like, how many people do you need to make one f-ing dress? Will you f-ing shut the f- up? You don't have attitude with me. Did your parents teach you how to lie? It was messy for sure. Um, according to Whitney, in this moment, the real fault is Jen who didn't follow through. Mm-hmm. And Jen is visibly upset that Lisa brought this up on camera. Yeah, she's very upset about it. You because, know, because I mean it. She she knows the voicemail came out. She knows everybody already heard it. Poor Jen, no matter how hard she tries, she's trying so hard not to be the bad person. She's like, I went and killed a wolf. And gutted it? And I got this head and put it on for your Fresh Wolf photo shoot? And you're asking me about this? Yes. She's like, I came into the season trying to be the good girl. And then Meredith and Brooks has issues with me. Now you're bringing up this situation that I'm trying to, you know, get past and hope the world will forget. But you know what? Lisa's not finished yet. Lisa now is going to bring up that, well... I saw that Whitney gave her free—gave Bleep, Bleep Jr., Iris and Beau. I'm a loyal person. I would want to know if someone did that to me. Yeah. And I'm like Lisa. Yeah, Lisa said Lisa's, it was a gift. Lisa said, Lisa it, was said gift. it was a gift. And Lisa is just trying to hit two birds with one stone right now. And so now you can see that it wasn't just Whitney who's not diving into this friendship. It's now, definitely Lisa Lisa's Not either. Like they're both. <laughs> they're both like, yeah, I love yeah, you. Yeah, we're only looking forward. Did you hear about Lisa? that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we're only looking forward. We're only looking forward. <laughs> Um, but Lisa makes all of this just like, I want to make sure that someone is on your side. Mm-hmm. I just want to make sure that someone's on your side, Who's Jen. taking care of you, Jen? Yes, that's the only reason why I'm bringing all this up about <laughs> yeah, Heather yeah. Uh-huh. and leap and uh-huh. Whitney. I don't even, I don't buy that at all. Yeah. <laughs> I don't buy it at all. I'm not being transparent. No, she's not at all. She hasn't been transparent this whole season. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Well, transparently, I would like to take a little bit of a break. Oh, my gosh. We could take a break. Yeah, we'll take a little bit of a break, get out of the hot closet, and come back and go rollerblading with Whitney and Heywell. Oh, yeah, her brother. (laughs) All right, bye, guys, ladies, and everyone. I think I'm going to have to disengage. Hi, this is Jen Shaw from The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, and you're listening to The Real House Bears Podcast. Uh And we're back. Thanks, girl. (laughs) We're back with Whitney and her, I find very handsome brother, Will. He's very cute. When I first saw their shirts, I kept reading bladders club i know and i wrote bladders club and then <laughs> and i was like wait what wait what <laughs> we wrapped it did they pee on each other when they were kids what's going oh on Oh my gosh but it's rollerblading the bladers blading club, established 1995 which is awesome so when they hang out they call each other and like hey bladers club today let's do it yeah I, and they dress like they're in neon. the 80s yeah they dress in neon <laughs> that was really cute so they do some show their skills on the blades. And then show their skills with their handshakes. Yeah, I mean, they got it going on. Clearly this uh something they used to have a lot of fun doing. Yeah. Whitney asks Will how their dad is doing, and we find out that Will talks to his dad about once a week. Goes disc golfing with him? Yeah, they seeing Goes each and other gets quite dinner. regularly. And Whitney is heartbroken by this. I would be past. Because he lived with them for a very long time, and and she she hasn't talked to him in six months. She helped him financially. She helped him when nobody was going to help him. Yeah. Yeah. It's rude, and it's selfish. So she's feeling quite burned that she did all that work to get everybody together. Well, it sounded like, from what she was saying, that he was back on whatever pills or whatever he was doing when he came over to watch the kids, and he had some kind of maniac frenzy and chased the like delivery guy down the road in his on his motorcycle or something. Yeah, screaming at screaming, him. Screaming like, what were you screaming at him for? Pork. Like what was he and the poor the poor kids are like upstairs? Terrified, terrified like hiding underneath their beds probably. Like that's terror and crying. Yeah. Um, like that is scary when the person watching you has, like, a manic episode. Yeah. That's terrifying. So, it's the first time that Whitney really stood up to him and asked him to leave. And you he know, did not like that. But, you know, just this morning I was having a conversation with my mom about a relative who kind of has disappeared a little bit. And I'm like, you know, when people are ashamed of themselves or when people are ashamed of their lives, a lot of people hide away. Yeah, it's easy for them to forget rather than to try to get forgiveness. So he just doesn't want to confront... Deal with any of it. Yeah. He just wants to live his life the way he's doing right now. And um, that's upsetting. But, you know, I'm with Will. Uh, Just because they're blood, it doesn't mean you have to be family. Yeah. You know, a lot of people stay in really toxic relationships with family members just because they're family members. Mm -hmm. But, you know, um, as someone who's never really... Who hasn't lived near my parents for most of my adult life or lived in anywhere near my family, my blood relatives for most of my adult life. It's easier said than done. Yeah. Well, family to me are the people that I choose. Yeah. That happened to me a lot, especially for people that are gay. They find their family more than their original family. Most of the time. People who feel are in general are outcasts from From their their family. So they find, Yeah. yeah. So I like that he said that. And I think, I agree. I think she should just say, you know what? I tried. I can't let this illness destroy me as well. And I need to let him go. And and if he comes back, that's great. But for right now I just need to heal myself. Absolutely. So, absolutely. I don't like this topic. Heather and Ashley are next meeting Meredith and Chloe for I mean, a meal, lunch or dinner. Something. Meredith asked Ashley about school, and Ashley and Chloe talk about college life and Greek life for a while. Chloe is at Boulder. And there was no Greek life at BYU. No sorority, no frats, nothing. None of that. Nothing but, fun. But nothing. Meredith's like, we want to hear about your good time girl days at BYU, <laughs> Heather. She's like... Y'all I've been trying to tell ya. I ain't got no stories. <laughs> I just wanted to get married and have kids. <laughs> but she does have a whopper of a story. I wasn't a good time girl, but I did go as a travel companion to Cancun with a little person. Wait, what? <laughs> that she went as a travel companion on to on a booze cruise with a little person. <laughs> That's she a story. Went to- she went to Cancun. I mean I-, I mean, that's a good time girl as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well you she don't have to be <laughs> drunk and give Giving it out to the boys to be a just good be time Just be adventurous. Girl. Yeah, that's a, a, wild. But the like the wildest thing that happened to her was she won a singing contest on the booze cruise. I think. Yes, it very reminded me of our booze cruise yes, during the honeymoon, where you won the dance competition. Yes, and you got like a fifth of rum or something. Yes. <laughs> so just like Heather, who didn't drink, she won alcohol. And oh, I won. but we drink. We but not rum though. So no, I we... just. We left it there, that's true. Yeah, we did, but uh, it was (laughs) funny. I I, I liked living that parallel that I was on this weird booze cruise in Mexico and won a a talent competition, if you will. A talent. Yes, a talent competition. You guys are being really (laughs) annoying. Meredith has rented a seven-bedroom house in Vail, Colorado for her family, but her family can't go. Isn't there only, like, four people in her family? Well, you know, they need to have plenty of room for their luggage and, well, and also, for I mean, all the straps of Brooks Mark's attire. That's true. He doesn't know where he's else gonna is put he going to store his straps. Mom, what am I going to do with this strap? This is high fashion. You wouldn't understand. But I I, I like that. It was like, so you're telling me about this, so are you inviting me? Yeah, so what like, is this? Is this like a party <laughs> happening? Like, are you really inviting <laughs> me or are you just telling me that you have a house <laughs> and making me drool over it? What's going on? Take of the... Passive-aggressive little jokes. Uh, But yeah, Meredith's going to invite everyone. She's not so sure about Jen, so she's going to let Heather invite Jen. Which is going to cause an issue later on, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Back over to the Fresh Wolf event. Meredith, Chloe, and Brooks arrive. Chloe looks so gorgeous. Oh, she's super gorgeous. But I yeah. wanted to say that Lisa makes it a point to tell her that Jack and Henry made up the guest list and they were on it. Yeah, to make sure that they felt important, that they were, um, that they were appreciated for their contribution of their support. Or was it maybe Lisa said you should invite Heather and Whitney? I mean. Meredith and Whitney, because they'll be really good for your event. You don't want to invite Jen because she's going to cause a stir. You don't want to invite Heather because I hate her, right? right. You know. Well, I'm sure it was a combo. Platter. Yeah, but it was, it was a combo planner. Uh, it's hard to believe that much that Lisa doesn't do isn't planned out and calculated. Uh, now I'm getting more and more like sus. Yeah. <laughs> um. Over at Heather's house, Jen brings gifts. Of course she does. Well, this was... So, we've talked about this before. This was the day that we hung out with Heather and Dre and met Jen Shaw. And the infamous furry jacket that she's wearing that got all over her car. And the beautiful pink hat. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. So, yes, this was, like, probably a little bit... This was the day we celebrated your birthday with I think it was March 18th, the day of, wasn't it? Was it the day of? I don't remember I thought it was the day after or something. I can't remember. It was, like, right around my birthday. My birthday's in March 18th. Yeah. You guys, March... 18th. Where's my sugar daddy? yet? <laughs> um, so yeah, this is very exciting because now we're getting into the the scenes that we were there right after they they yes. filmed it and we actually one of those sex gifts that Jen brought Heather we own now Oh yeah they Heather gave it to me as a birthday present yeah. pretty much and we have used it <laughs> <laughs> But again Heather was very terrified of all of these sex She's things like, actually well, She's like I mean she might have a penis on her head in this scene <laughs> but she literally was like freaked out She's like I don't know what to do with it, any of this yes, stuff it's really Really fun, um, but yeah, that all of that stuff that she brought over—that's all stuff that you get like from Spencer's gift. Exactly, brides to be, like, like I put, gag gifts. Yeah, I I know. Put, she practically rated Spencer's. That's yeah, basically. Kind of what but Jen needs to educate her on sex toys and pleasure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who's buying a penis ring toss? And what kind of party is that? And can I get invited? I don't know if a wiener toss, a wiener <laughs> ring toss, is the way to do it. I, know th- I don't know if those. <laughs> And plus, that... like, biting on those hard candies around a nipple. What if you, like, bite a nipple, like, oh, a crunch? Uh... Uh, yeah, cr- and, like, you'll get, like, sticky and stuff. Like, definitely won't work for us, because it'll get wrapped up in our fur and pulled out. True, true, <laughs> true. Heather invites Jen to the Vale, Colorado trip. And then Jen tells Heather about our conversation with Lisa about Bleep. Yes. And Whitney sending product to Bleep. Who worked for Jen? But Heather says that, listen, she does not give those gifts out freely. Yeah, well, even Whitney says Bleep actually signed up to be a brand ambassador. ambassador. And I remember when she did that a while ago in A and Bo. Yeah, yeah. So it was all really legit. And Heather just wants to know, she's like, well, why did Lisa even bring it up? Yeah, she's finding it very sus that Lisa's bringing it up just to trash Whitney in the first and place. And what's even more sus, is that what the cool kids are saying? Sus. Yeah, sus means suspect or suspicious, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and Heather said it in the show, too. I know. Email, man. know. <laughs> um, but it was also strange that Whitney, was invited to the fresh wolf party but jen shaw lisa's like bff Mm -hmm. and heather of course were not invited to the fresh wolf and that's why i was figuring why whitney said like these are the people that you need to bring to the thing and i think she also from what uh whitney said later on on watch what happens live she thinks that lisa invited her specifically so she could talk to this cameron fellow Yeah, yeah right yeah Again. So I'm like, this is that the only reason why she invited Whitney? But I like that Heather says, why would Lisa make that move? What is that move about? What is that move about? Oh yeah, she's make that move. It's she all a chess game. she knows that Lisa's playing a game. Yeah. And that's the way that Heather generally references Lisa, you know, mm-hmm. on the show. But she and Jen go around about that move, and they know that Lisa is always playing a game. And so, if Lisa's so concerned about Whitney's gift giving, then why did she invite Whitney instead of Lisa? And then it brings back Uh to that Cameron situation. Heather is stirring stuff up. She's like, Here's the pot. But Jen's like, I have a foster kid. Or my uh, my aunt had foster, had a foster kids. Kid. This looks like some real bullshit right now. Why was I invited? And I also think later on she even said that night when she was talking to us that she's even had kind of adopted her like cousin or something. Right, and I think yeah. we saw that in the first well, season. In the first and we episode. did find out that night that. Uh that Jen and Lisa were not on good terms at, Ooh, we heard an earful <laughs> yeah. that whole night. We couldn't even get her out of our car to go into Heather's house. We had the door open for her, and she was just going off. She, she was spilling so much tea all over the place. It was, yeah. It was amazing. So this was <laughs> definitely when the tide starts to turn with Jen and Lisa. Yes. I, I'm curious Things- to see where that goes. I'm kind of like the person that gets along with everybody. Oh, and more tides are about to turn that are very, very serious. But also, Heather and Lisa are going to make up, at some point... Well, yeah, it's like a first move. That's I mean, all did. kinds of turn, tides yeah, turning. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of tides that are turning. <laughs> uh, and then we finish off this episode back at the Fresh Wolf event. Jack gives a speech. He's doing really great. But it is a really small group at this event. Like, well, you can it see was just be, a handful It was just going to be intimate. 30 people. I'm sure people came in and out. Yeah. And then the lady who was at the photo shoot earlier for the Fresh Wolf stuff, um, who saw Jen come in and get upset talking about bleep, Mm -hmm. asks Lisa, is everything okay with Jen after your conversation about bleep? Another thing that doesn't seem very genuine, it seems very placed. Played out, yeah. And then Lisa's friend Cameron comes to say goodbye. Cameron is Lisa's attachment to Mary. Yes. And I was um, this whole time that it's happening. I'm very interested, and I'm wondering if they're going to keep going. Well, he used to go to Mary's church. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Lisa gets pulled away to take a photo, so then Meredith is left talking to Cameron. Yeah, and they, like, literally have a conversation. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Bravo's all over this conversation, too. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, Cameron says as much as he can without saying too much. She's done some horrible things. Yeah, some things that were really harmful. He and Mary used to be very close. He went to the church for seven years. Yeah, uh, we even find out later that, that he was, was a co-pastor. A... Yes. Like, that's big. Like, he wasn't just part of the congregation. Yeah. Like, that. so right there, I was like, oh, this man knows his stuff. Like, he knows what's going on behind the scenes, yeah. even. Yeah. Uh, so and he finishes up with, like, there was some truth that came out that made him leave, but he wasn't going to tell the story. That that's was for a Mary. story for Mary to tell. Yeah. Uh, And he just says, just please be careful around her. Yeah. And and, Meredith (laughs) Meredith looks like she just saw a ghost. Yeah, she She is is, shook. She is so shook. Like, oh my God, this is absurd. She is so upset by what she has heard and like the cryptic messaging it came by. Yeah. And so she goes over to Lisa, and Lisa, right away, she's in the middle of conversation with other people, but she right away says, are you okay? And I'm like, why did she say, are you okay, when she just tapped her on the shoulder, when she's just saying, oh, hi, Meredith, what's up? Or, then, what's uh, is everything okay? Because then you could see, like, what's going on in her face. But she immediately went to that. And I was like, is that... Did she really send Cameron maybe like she wanted this to happen and she, she knew exactly. What going to She can't even hide it. I know. She no. can't even hide it. I'm trying to like give her an out a little no. bit, but I can I'm really it's having mean, a hard time, this, Lisa. This, the last few episodes have been produced by Lisa Barlow. That's oh. so why I don't trust human beings. And that is facts. I don't trust. Human beings. It really has, and I'm trying... Between the dinner with the Barlows and the Roses at the dinner where the caterers were there, Uh, and now Cameron being placed here, even Whitney thinks that she was invited so that Cameron would have a conversation with Whitney. Like, Lisa can't even hide her antics. Like, she's anticipating, she's, like, waiting for that storyline to play out. If you want to keep coming for me, come for me. Yes, but... That she concocted. Here's the deal, though. Most people are like, oh, my God, Lisa's horrible. I hate Lisa. I can't believe what a horrible human she is. And I'm like, thank you, Lisa Barlow, for giving me some good TV, Seriously, you are pushing some storylines I mean, what would be going on? Nothing. What would be going on? We would be waiting for so long for uh, Jen Shaw to get arrested. That's what we'd be waiting for. Yes. And a lot of people are already like... Man, the beginning of this season sucks. I want the Jen Shaw stuff. I'm like, no, we've had enough whoa, of that with Erica Jane. Yeah, wow. We've had so much great stuff happening. This Lisa and Whitney and Heather triangle. The, the is, Jenny and, and her Jen husband? Shaw square. Oh. I mean, it's all. <laughs> it's... I think there's so much exciting stuff going on that I'm not in any hurry. There's but... multiple storylines, and that's what I need from a house. Yes. it's just one storyline going through, I get bored. Yes. I, can't, I mean, it's hard to talk about keep talking about Erica Jane. Yeah, it got boring. Yeah, to be honest with you. but, but the reason made so a little bit more interesting. That's because Annie Cohen is go 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 gorilla in her. Yes. Woo! So I am, um, but yeah, there's no way this wasn't staged. I mean, I did find out though um, that Cameron has passed away since filming. <gasps> oh no! Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's horrible. That is. And horrible. he just got engaged and or married. I think in this. I don't remember something but, I can't remember, but that's. Yeah. That's horrible. So it's not like I don't believe that Lisa and Cameron are at least good acquaintances. Yeah. But again, all of, the fact that he was mic'd. Yeah, he was mic'd. That's another thing. It's is like Bravo was waiting for this storyline to happen. Yeah, it's, it's just too much. But. You know, thank you, Lisa Barlow. Good job. Yeah, bravo. I mean, Um, good job. You know, I love almost all of my housewives. The good, the bad. I don't find any of them really ugly. So I uh, am thankful for your your work, Lisa Barlow. You're you're pushing, like, multiple storylines forward. Yes. And I can't thank you enough. It's the Lord's will. It's the Lord's work. I love that. It is the Lord's (laughs) work. This woman's work is the Lord's work. It is, definitely. Ugh. The looks like the real work is happening next week. The Jenshaw arrest is in next week's episode. Yes. Which we knew that timeline was coming because we remembered right after we met her she got It was arrested. three days after we met her. And was, then, then Andy Cohen said. verified that on Watch What Happens Live The next week is the Jenshaw. And then he says the episode after that is one of the best episodes in Housewives history. Yeah, can you believe that? Yes, I can. Well, yeah, I can yes. now. Well, like, listen, when we ask the girls, like, how's the season going and stuff, they're like, listen, Jen storyline isn't really even part of the storyline in this season. Yeah, like yeah, it's it one happens, of many. It's but one it, of many. They said it's so juicy. There are so many different players going on. People who are sleeping on Salt Lake City, it's their, they just have a bad attitude. They do. Oh they my just gosh. have a bad attitude. Because this show is so good. It is if so like good. The, if you like Housewives. Again, this cast is as strong as Potomac, which I is solid yeah, yeah Poto this cast today. is stronger than you know New York was this season, Oak Orange county was last I, season it 's the strongest one of all of them I feel, and yeah, i 'm not just yeah. trying to be biased it 's just so my, crazy i can 't say enough it 's my favorite show on television absolutely. Well, thank you all so much for listening to your favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have multiple coming in a little bit. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but we need to hopefully give some shout outs. Let me go get my phone and see if we have one well, I guess that was wrong. We don't have any new shout outs to give. No new reviews or five star ratings. I'm sure Hunter will let you know all about that in just a moment. Mm-hmm. The threatening must commence. <laughs> but in the meantime, check us out on our socials. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real House Bears. On Twitter, we are Real House Bears. And you can email us at TheRealHouseBears at gmail.com. You can also find us on YouTube, and you can also find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you're listening to your podcast on Apple Music, I know we have millions of fans that still have not written a nice little review and given us a five-star rating. And if you want to be famous and a nice little shout-out on the podcast, you better do it, or you'll find me... In your house someday. Oh god. <laughs> I <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> You'll be drowned with Whitney Rose in the lake like, behind her house. Exactly. No, not something at all. something cryptic. Um, anyways. I did check out Spotify and I didn't see a place where reviews might exist. So if it does exist, y'all can let me know and I just maybe didn't know where I was looking. Yeah, and this podcast is about to end, so you could just go to our like main page on Apple Music on Apple Podcasts and scroll down and give us a five star rating and a nice little review. Thank you all so much. It's been another great week. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. All right, it's on. Is it testing us? It is. It's testing me. Or are we testing it? I'm being tested, I feel. (laughs) It's not working for you. Not today.